Yeah, that's the other thing people say is like, oh, nowadays, like the designs look more like Digimon than Pokemon. Uh, and, and I think they're alluding to like stuff that doesn't look like animals, but like Mr. Mime, Jinx. <laughs> they're just people. They're just people. They're just people. <laughs> they're just people. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> you, Welcome back. You can't say fuck at the start of a video. <laughs> It's not technically the start. We have the uh, the, the first clip we'll oh, okay. throw in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's you're you're listening to To Kill a Deli Bird. It is episode twelve. This is the podcast where we watch the uh, Pokemon anime. We talk about it. We go through the story. We make fun of the stupid parts, and then my uh, co-host makes some comparisons to classic lit, and then we rank them on a very objective scale that you'll hear. More about later. I'm Kellen. You know that if you've been listening. And as usual, my co-host is here. It's Graham. Graham, how you doing? Pretty good. So when we make fun of them, though, it's nothing but love. It's an endearing, of course. endearing examination of the raw absurdity that animation can deliver. And, uh, you know, the logistic... I don't know what the word is. Logistic jump jungle gym that Pokemon mm-hmm. as a universe gives us. It's very... Or lack thereof. Uh, yeah, there's room for someone to interpret. So today we're taking a look at two more episodes. We're looking at episode 25, Primate Goes Bananas, and episode 26, Pokemon Sensation. As usual, I ask you, how'd you feel about these episodes? Uh, Good-ish. Like, actually, I like them. I like them uh, quite a bit. We'll get into them. The first one reminded me of uh, episode of Roadrunner, like <laughs> Looney Tunes, like specifically the Roadrunner and Wiley uh, Coyote kind of episodes. Maybe just because they, it looks like they're kind of in a desert. I don't know. There's lots of running around, mm-hmm. and I love a good cartoon run when dust is in the air <laughs> and people are moving. Nothing better. It's pretty classic. Nothing better. It's very classic. Yeah. Well, before we get started, I want to get an update from you. Okay. Last week, you let us know that you started playing Pokemon Black and you had about you had one badge. Mm-hmm. Where are you now? I am at the third gym. Mm, okay. I'm at the third gym. It's in this like this like big this big bumping city with like really tall buildings. Like a, a real Toronto, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's my go-to tall building city. As a Canadian. I'm pretty sure at the time, Castelia was the biggest city in the Pokemon world. I gotta say, I okay, I don't even know the name you just said. And that name is not gonna <laughs> stick, in, stick in my head. But walking <laughs> around this city, I do like the graphics. I like how it looks. Big ass buildings. It looks good for a DS game. It, it looks cool. Yeah, it's, it's a cool kind of style with these sort of 2d i i think they're sprites the the characters but um but the the background and stuff is 3d mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of dragon quest 7 but the playstation version which is like a little junky looking but in an endearing way and uh, yeah i like how it looks a lot mm-hmm. yeah and to go back a few episodes from when we were talking about how uh kanto's city, uh, towns and cities are all named after colors uh, and you asked if any other regions do a, a name theme. Uh, I, one I knew about at the time, but I could, just could not think of. Uh, Unova in black and white, all the city names are derived from clouds. Oh, really? Yep. What is the cloud type you just said for this big bonker city? For Castelia? 
Yeah. Um, kind of cloud that. I don't. Castellia. I don't remember them all. Because I don't remember all of them. Cloud names are very uh, complicated. Yeah, I'm not a cloudologist. Shout us out in the comments if you're a cloudologist. Just kidding. Is that a career? Uh, it, meteorologist. Well, yeah, but cloud. Climatologist. There's no such thing as a cloudologist. That's probably a, like a slur, like an offensive term in their communities. So <laughs> I'm not just a cloud person. So it's from Castellanus, a cloud featuring a turreted appearance named after the Latin word for castle. Turgid? Did you say turgid? Turreted. Okay, good. <laughs> a turgid... A- <laughs> A turgid cloud. But it is it is spelled uh, C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-U-S. So it is Castellanus. Oh, Castellanus. So. Tur- Castellanus. Castellanus. <laughs> turgid clouds. Turd cloud. Welcome back, fuckers. This is a very... <laughs> this is a raw, <laughs> wild episode. We're getting into it right away. Turgid cloud. It's I'm fantastic. just imagining dicks. Just a sky full of dicks. Yeah. yeah. We, we have to set the stage that this isn't a podcast for kids. We're watching a kid's show, <laughs> but we're grown men, so we can say dick. We watched it as kids. That's why we're qualified to, to do this. True. I did see this stuff as, as kids. We'll get to a point where neither of us have seen anything, but you know. It'll be wild. Such is but life. you're the Pokemon expert, so even what you haven't seen, you you know of and yes, about. Yes, Exactly. Know all the yeah. little Poke monsters, and this will make me more of a Pokemon expert. You know all podcast. the the so. Pokeball condensed little freaks. All thousand and thirteen confirmed ones. That's a ridiculous amount. One thousand fifteen, I think. So we're trying it's something new tonight. We're recording at a different time. Not that Ooh. any of you would know that, but let's see if the, no. let's see if the energy levels can be similar, different. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this episode is gonna hold. Is it gonna be wacky? Yeah. Is it gonna be? Yeah. Sleepy. No, it's not going to be sleepy. Mm. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I, I'm not able to record Saturday, so recording on <gasps> Thursday Wow, evening. don't let them know our recording oh. days. Wow, what a leak. Well, hey, if, if you ever have questions for us about the episodes and you want us to talk about them, now you know. Get them in before Saturday morning, because that's when we record usually. That is true. So there you go. Get them in, folks. There you go. There's your timeline. All right. Are we going to get into these episodes? Yeah, let's jump into this Bugs Bunny nonsense. All right, let's jump into episode 25, Primeape Goes Bananas. Amazing name, by the way. Prime Ape Bright Goes name. Bananas. Because apes Hey-o. eat bananas. How you like that? What? Oh, my God. How you like that? Wow. So back in Palatown, we're going back to Palatown, oh. I think, for the first time. We're checking in on Professor Oak. He's what having a nice tea looking in the house. It's got a windmill it's on it. It's so cute. I love it. Yeah, I would it, it looks quite a bit more vibrant than the uh, original game house. In the game, I don't know if it's implied that he lives there. It is just the lab. Mm. But there are only other, like two other houses in that town. So Yeah, that Who classic knows? old JRPG town. Yeah. It's just like three buildings. <laughs> Ash calls Oak while he's having his tea to show off his badges. He's got four badges. And Oak is not impressed. No, Ash is, I mean, Oak's kind of a dick. And he kind of mm-hmm. seeds something in Ash here, which carries forward into the next episode. You know, when people are being dicks, there's often someone who was a dick to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, uh, what's that called? I don't know. <laughs> learned trauma? Well, I think... Learn, learned behavior, something like I that? I have no idea. <laughs> that sounds more Maybe serious. This is just like... Yeah. Even talking about little things. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a cycle. When people are dicks to you, you become a dick to others. And you got to conscientiously break the cycle. It's on you. It's on you. You listening to this podcast. 
How many times can I say dick in this podcast? <laughs> I think we're at like six now or something. Oh, I've said it so, a lot. I've said it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Oak's lovely little house is, is a traditional Japanese tatami room. And Krabby uh, brings him the phone over. What a chill bro, Krabby. Giant phone. Yeah. It's great. I love their little relationship. It's so cute. Yeah, yeah. They're best friends. So yeah, Oak is not impressed because nope. everyone else that he sent off from Pallet Town has five badges now. Ash only has four. So Ash is way behind. Yeah, and Ash started really proud. Like, guess how many badges I got? Four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Oak's like, four? Four? Only four badges? You're bragging about four? Only four badges. I think Oak is a bit of a social manipulator. Like, do you think that all the other rivals had five? Or he just told them that? Because <laughs> well, I think Oak you know makes up numbers. And, and you know what? He might be. Yeah, you're going to tell me an example of where he makes up a number next. Exactly. I think you know where I'm going with this. I know where you're going. Yeah, so Oak says Gary has caught 30 Pokemon. However, a few episodes ago, back in Mystery at the Lighthouse, when they were on the phone... Oak said Gary caught 45. Which is it, Oak? Yeah, which is it? Which is which it? Is it? I think he's just making up a number. Ash doesn't really remember details or anything, you know? I'm surprised you remembered that detail. I saw it on Bulbapedia. Oh, <laughs> Call me an Ash. <laughs> I just like to jump into this podcast, fists a-blazing, eyes full of vinegar. Hearts full of wonder. Yeah, that's all. Oak tells Ash about... What he and Krabby have been up to. They've been having tea and writing poetry together. It's just, I love it. I love Krabby. Every day, it's cake and tea. Just my Pokemon and me. That's his poem <laughs> that he recites. Beautiful. Love, beautiful. A lovely poem. <laughs> it's like that shit would have gotten me like a 70% in grade 8 poetry <laughs> there you, that we did. There you go, Oak. 70% in grade 8 poetry. That's what we're giving you. <laughs> and so we go back. We see uh, Misty and Pikachu sitting on a cliff. They're eating jelly donuts. Oh, yeah. Course. Here's full-blown jelly donut effect. Love it. Right? That's when they uh, translated Onigiri rice balls as jelly donuts. They do it again here. And this time, these quote-unquote donuts play a pretty big role in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed the one Misty is is uh, uh, eating looks like it's a, a umeboshi onigiri, which is like a pickled plum. Have you ever had a pickled plum? No. They're intensely sour. Like when you bite into them, it's just like they're very, very intense. But with the rice, they're pretty good. You know, the rice kind of cuts it. But they're like one of the most sour foods ever. And Misty is uh, chowing down on that one. Yeah, so this whole jelly donut sequence is hilarious to me because it sounds it sounds sponsored, honestly. <laughs> like Brock yeah, by the amount of line. times they say the phrase jelly donut. Yeah, Brock has this big line. He's like, and these are jelly-filled donuts. Jelly-filled donuts are my favorite. Nothing beats a jelly-filled donut. Like, that that's a sponsor. And Pepsi is the Coke of the new generation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Smoke Marlboro cigarettes. Big donut. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> big donut. Yeah. Tim Hortons. <laughs> it straight up just sounds sounds like an ad read because like there's no reason to say the the words jelly filled donuts that many times in quick succession. Unless it's being required to you by law. Brock has like these weird side hustles and he's being inauthentic. He's like getting <laughs> sponsorships. He's like recording this all. Getting hot air balloon lessons. Oh yeah, Brock is a weirdo and a narc calling you out. Yeah. So Ash wants to get caught up to the others, get to Celadon immediately. They're on the road and a manky appears. 
Well, so so Brock, and Brock and, says that his donuts have no artificial ingredients. <laughs> That's the more Brock important part. Brock and Misty are trying. There's this struggle going on with Ash, right? So the stuff that Oak said to him is like really gnawing at his old at the old brain noggin, you know. Uh, so he's thinking we got to get to the the next city as soon as possible. Uh, Brock and Misty are sort of trying to talk him down from that that damage that Oak has done. Said, you know, quality over quantity. Like do things your own way. And he he has none of that. And then and then yeah, this little uh, manky appears, which uh, is a pig monkey. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> well, that's what the Pokedex calls it—a pig monkey. Yeah. Uh, so is yeah. that? Yeah, that's about how you would describe it. It's like a little monkey with like a pig face. And uh, in the Pokemon world, are there pigs and are there monkeys that it can be described as a pig monkey? I guess that's kind of implied. I guess so. We've seen fish and worms and birds. Yeah, same with so when they call are. a Pokemon like like a rodent type Pokemon. Like, what is a rodent if they don't have a reference mm-hmm. to it? Interesting. Interesting indeed. So to go back to the whole Ash thing, like, yeah, Ash, you know what? Life advice: run in your own race. Don't compare yourself to yeah. others. Do things your own way. And, that, and that's life advice for you, the listener, as well. <laughs> and I'm telling this. I'm saying this because if I compared myself to others, oh boy. Oh boy, am I a mess. We're all messes at the end of the day. Life is a big mess. That's true. So Ash still has not learned anything. He tries to catch the Mankey without fighting it. And I think this is the cause of like the entire episode. Yeah, this is really where it kicks it all off. Because he's given Mankey the donut. Uh, Mankey seems to be enjoying the donut. And then he, the rice ball. I like, do do we call them donuts or rice balls? Like the episode I think says we call donuts, donuts so much. Because it's yeah, funny. I, I, I can't switch between them so much. And uh, yeah, so he throws the Pokeball without fighting him again. Like Ash hasn't learned fuck all. He's still diving to these situations. Like a dingus dangus rompus donkus. And Mankey throws <laughs> the donut uh, at the ball. So he catches the donut. Ash, Ash caught, caught a, donut. a donut. Good job, Ash. Wow, that's a perfect impression of the sound that happens in the games when you catch a Pokemon. (laughs) It's just a melody. It was a beautiful melody. I really like victory songs in games, right? Like there's the Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) So Mankey's gotten very angry after this whole incident and starts chasing them. Brock tries to throw the donuts at them <laughs> in a in a fun moment. He's like, Pokeball. Oh, wait, donut go. I love that. I thought that was a great. Yeah, moment. And he goes back to like marketing the donuts again a little bit. He's like, these are homemade donuts only with real ingredients. They have no artificial ingredients. <laughs> yeah. So it's dumb. Very dumb. So Mankey beats Ash up, steals his hat. Uh oh. Uh oh. Team Rocket's spying. They think it's the perfect time to catch Pikachu. I'm pretty sure. There have been multiple perfect times to catch Pikachu, and they have they have still uh, failed to do so. Yeah, their idea of an opportune time really doesn't mean a lot, and there there isn't a whole lot of thought yeah. here. So we get the backstory on Ash's hat. This is probably backstory you weren't expecting. It's the principal, says Ash. He wanted from entering a contest when he was younger, sending in thousands and thousands of postcards he says he millions of postcards. millions i'm sorry <laughs> millions of postcards yeah wanted at the pokemon expo it's an official hat barack is very impressed it's official it's an official hat like loosen their it's mind over this hat there is something there is something to be said about something that is official oh, yeah and rare it's nice 
Misty exactly. tried to get one of the hats too, apparently, but only sent in one postcard. Oh, that's not gonna do it, Misty. Sent in a million. So we see, <laughs> we see a promo for this for this contest that they did, and a little a little Pokeball flashes up on screen. It's like the logo for the Pokemon League, but on it it's written Pokemon Liege. Yep. It's spelled P O C K E M O N L E A G. That's pretty. That's How? pretty funny. I don't know. I don't How? know. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a that that's it. Ash, Ash. I'm sorry to tell you. I think that's a bootleg. <laughs> yeah, it's like actually I don't think it's not official. official all along. If it's from the Poke from the Pokemon League. Liege? I don't think okay, it's Okay, okay, I got a theory. This is what actually happened. Ash was sending in all these postcards. He was so obsessed. His dear sweet mom, the real MVP of all, knew that he wasn't going to get it. So she got him like this like uh, black market knockoff, knockoff kind of chief <laughs> hat and told him that he won. Because she rules. <laughs> Couldn't you see that happening? That's Gives him the hat with a bunch of clean underwear. Not the worst theory. It's not yeah. the worst theory. Thank you. Not the Pokemon worst theory. Expert. That's what I live for, is for people to tell me, that's not the worst theory. <laughs> <laughs> so Team Rocket shows up very casually. They just kind of like walk up to the gang. They're like, hey, we want Pikachu. They're practically traveling with them at Give this it. point. <laughs> They're just yeah. like a few <laughs> meters behind all the time. Just They may as well just be carpooling. <laughs> And split a yeah, cat. Really. James kicks the manky. He doesn't. He doesn't. James care loves about kicking Pokemon. He does. He's he really not does. a good guy. The gang warns him that was a bad idea. They don't listen. But Mankey is so pissed off about it. He evolves into a primate. He was so angry. He evolved. Yep. Anger evolve. Been there. Am I right? Yeah. And it's it's just a precursor to Gen Nine, where Primate got the evolution Annihilate. Where the deck entry basically says that Primeape got so angry it died, and that's how the new Pokemon <laughs> comes to be. Yeah, it's insane. He gets so angry that he dies, and the anger so becomes its own entity. Or what? yes, pretty much. That's amazing. It's also, incredible. I love that name. I haven't heard about this creature. Annihilate. Yes, I showed you him. Really, Annihilate. Yeah, that's beautiful. when I was playing. When I was starting through Scarlet and Violet. And I was like mm-hmm. sending you guys the pictures of all the new Pokemon. Ah, like, oh my god, look at these things! I sent you a night. Good old Pokemon Scarvi. Yeah, so man, he evolves into Primeape, and the Pokedex, in one of its classic, completely unrealistic info dumps, says that if you make eye contact with a Primeape, it will chase you forever. 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 I like how Ash during this all tells Team Rocket that he's having a major hat crisis. It's like, <laughs> now's not the time having a major hat crisis. Like, that just, like, communicates it all. Yeah. <laughs> so Team Rocket ignores the primate. Jesse promptly gets thrown face first into a boulder. Yeah, so they ignore the primate and, th- and throw out Ekans and coughing. Like, they're just gonna, like, go after Pikachu. And primate does this, like flying drop kick like wwe ray mysterio he uh flies in from the top rope and uh sends jesse flying. she's like completely horizontal like yeah a, like an arrow flies into this rock it's quite impressive it's very impressive and uh there's this sort of back and forth now about who they're gonna fight primate or still go after pikachu beauty before duty team rocket always says. puts beauty before duty and so they just get in with primate and this is our first real looney tunes magic moment 
you know, I really see a lot of Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote in this episode. Their fight is just one of those big dust balls where mm-hmm. like an arm sticks out here, a head <laughs> sticks out there. I love that. I love dust ball fights. Great. Have you ever seen awesome. a dust ball fight in real life? Like walk by a park and there's a big dust ball and be like, ah, that's just Mikey and the boys <laughs> at it again. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I can't say that I have, but that I haven't either, but uh, a boy can dream. Yeah. Yeah. So the gang runs off, but Ash needs his hat. Pikachu goes hat. to save the hat a la Indiana Jones and makes eye contact with the primate in a cute moment. Where Pikachu's like trying not to look at Primeape. Yeah, he's trying to do get Ash's hat back, like as a ride or die homie, without looking, like covering his eyes. But then he kind of peeks, and man, Primeape is right there, staring yeah. down. And because of what the Pokedex said before, this feels like such high stakes. It's like if mm-hmm. you glance at the Primeape, he's locked in for all eternity. You're dead. You're running <laughs> dead until me, one kiddo. of you dies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got my hat. Or it's got yeah. Ash's hat. And Primeape's and wearing the hat, too. He looks quite rad. Misty quips. And it never even sent in one postcard. Oh, just salty, Misty. Love it. Brock thinks... Brock, Brock has a theory. Not as good okay. of a theory as yours. He thinks Primeape okay. is lonely, and that's why it stole Ash's hat. He just wants the attention. So he goes up to the Primeape, trying to be like, hey, buddy. And Primeape spanks the shit out of him. Yes, he actually spanks him. He Bends Brock mm-hmm. over and does an ultra spanking Fury Swipes attack on Brock's ass. And then launches him into the stratosphere. <laughs> yeah. I'm just amazed at the amount of time characters die. Team it's Rocket crazy. dies the most. Brock dies the second most. The amount of resilience these people have is is very impressive. Yeah, they got bulletproof skin. Mm-hmm. So off everybody goes. They're all running away. Uh, they're all just running from the primate. Who's using Thrash, apparently. So tell me about this. Is this a real move? Yeah, Thrash is a move that is like a really, I think it's like 120 base power. Um, But you are locked into it. That's very good. That's very good, yeah. Very good. Damn. For reference sake, Flame, you know the move Flamethrower? Like, that's just a classic, really good move. I like the Dairy Queen Flamethrower. (laughs) Shout out to Dairy Queen. (laughs) Well, flamethrower is like ninety or ninety-five base power. That's like that's like your typical really, oh, really good, good move. move. Yeah, that doesn't really have drawbacks. Thrash is one twenty base power. It you're locked into it for two to three turns, and then after you have stopped using Thrash, uh, the Pokemon confuses itself. Oh, so that's its drawback. Okay, it's really so this powerful, was a, but you get a realistic depiction of this. Just yeah. a berserker rage. Yeah, out of much. control. And so he's chasing uh, chasing Ash and Misty because he's already launched Brock into to Neptune. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- we get a good classic Roadrunner kind of kind of race, both with dust clouds behind their feet, spinning their legs. Yeah, and they split up. They think they can lose Primate if they split up a little bit. So Ash and Misty go uh, different ways in a fork in the road. Meanwhile, somehow Team Rocket has gotten ahead of everybody. Yeah, this, is made, now digging this a hole. made no sense. Like, suddenly How? Team Rocket's back in the picture and they're ahead of them all digging a hole. How? Can Team Rocket teleport? I think did so. Did they learn that from the Abra last Maybe they week? did. Maybe they did. Are Team Rocket actually Abras in human suits? Ooh. How's that? How's that for a theory? <laughs> <laughs> Not as Pretty good. bad. <laughs> I think it's a pretty terrible theory. Pretty terrible theory. There's something a little eerie about that little homunculi, a sleep paralysis demon of a Pokemon being inside of a, a human suit. <laughs> Maybe we're all like Abra. Like an Abra. 
maybe we're all abras mm. just controlling these uh these sacks of meat around. <laughs> so Ash falls into the hole. Yep. Primeape does not. Pikachu shocks Team Rocket. They're like, wait, what are you guys doing here? Pikachu shocks yeah, them all. Coughing gases them all. Yeah. Just like a big Pokemon attack party in the pit. And then Primeape is a threatening Ash, but Ash remembers what Oak said at the beginning of the episode. You can't be a good trainer without catching more Pokemon. So now Ash has some motivation. He's going for it. He's like, I'm just going to capture this buffoon. He's going to catch it. That's one way to solve it. So Water Gun from Squirtle just pisses it off. Just makes right, it he's like He's like, soak his head with Water Gun. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a soak. <laughs> That'll cool him off. But yeah, the primates, primates' anger is so red hot, it evaporates the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love cartoon anger. It's, it's great. Charmander, or uh, Razorleaf doesn't do anything, Charmander can't hit it, but then Charmander's flame grows big and the kick-ass music comes on. This is a very good moment. It is a good moment. So so Charmander is about, he's getting beat up though, and mm-hmm. there's a very cool kind of uh, Punch-Out-esque, uh, uh, what's that long-running uh, 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 boxing anime? <laughs> Beats me. Uh, Ippo, Hajime no Ippo, is that, is that what it's called? Anyways, it's totally that kind of animation. So Charmander's like spitting flames and uh, and Primeape goes in a boxer mode and kind of is like dodging the flames while he runs at him and then just gets off the sweet one-two combo. He's just pounding him. Uh, and that's when uh, Charmander looks into himself and discovers the unique rage that is akin to all of the Saiyan race. And as his flame <laughs> heats up, he becomes the destined Super Saiyan. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because shiny Charmander is yellow. It's gold. Oh, there you go. Supersonic Super Saiyan. There you go. Charmander has learned the move Rage, which is apparently this ultimate attack. It's an attack that gets stronger the more the Pokemon is using it real? gets hit. It is a real move. Um, in Gen 1, it sucks. It's it's like 20 base power or something, and it gets more powerful every time you get hit. Um, but in Gen 1, once you've selected Rage, you're locked in. You can't do a damn thing after that. You oh. are, your Pokemon is using Rage until it's knocked out or the battle's over. Like, you can't even switch. Wow. Yeah. In Gen 2, it gets fixed to you have to select it every turn, and like every sub- every subsequent turn that you get hit, it gets stronger. So it, it's like it's a decent move, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty good early game like in gen 2 and stuff but gen 1 it's it's pretty crap and so ash is an idiot and didn't even realize that charmander had this move but with every punch that oh he just learned it that's what i I think that's what it was implied yeah okay okay that's cool so with every punch that primate lands like he's he's getting even more powerful and then our charmander goes for the flamethrower and then pikachu dives in at the last second to grab Ash's hat. Pikachu's such a homie. He knows that Charmander's about to homie. light up the hat. And and Pikachu's like, oh, it's all about that hat. Limited edition. <laughs> but we've also seen Poke, Pikachu be a little sociopath. How do we know he's not like the hat? I'll sell it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> the returns. The gains. <laughs> so Charmander's won the fight. He stands in a in a cool little pose. Got his hands on his hips. It's very cute. Ash throws the ball and catches a primate. Did it look to you like you almost didn't catch him? Yeah, There's a little bit of I a fake out, right? I don't get this. I didn't get that either. I thought they were gonna do something with that. It does the whole suspense it. shake thingy, and then it does the click that signifies that yes, you caught the Pokemon, and then it shakes again a second time and clicks. I so I, I really he's don't so understand. Angry, They're maybe. Like, Damn, angry as Pokemon. 
Maybe Touché. it is. So Team Rocket asks, comes back and they ask where the primate is. And so Ash's like, oh, he's right here. Six primate on Team Rocket. They go blast, blasting off again. How many Pokemon is Ash holding now? I guess like uh, he six. gave the Butterfree away, so that's why he can hold this one. Yeah, he, he has uh, eight Pokemon. Or not, he has caught eight Pokemon. Technically more. Given one away and Krabby is with Oak. And Krabby's with Oak, yeah. yeah. Then uh, Primate just gives Ash another smack. Yeah, he can he's, barely he's, control this guy. Gives Ash a black eye, straight up. Yeah, yeah, which just like heals instantly. Yeah, but all of this running that they did away from Primeape has had a purpose, plot-wise, because they've got to Celadon. They're wow. there now. Keep the plot moving forward. Good job, Primeape. At the start of the episode, I think it was Brock said something along the lines of like it would take like a day to get there if they if they just kept going. But they're they're there in a couple hours now because of this Primeape. Yeah, a couple hours of intense workout. Join now to Primeape's Orange Theory Super uh, CrossFit Adventures. <laughs> Ten DVDs for years for only six installations of twenty nine ninety nine. Plus shipping Plus and PST. handling. Plus shipping and handling. Team Rocket lands in amongst a herd of Primeape, so they're gonna die oh, again. Yeah. <laughs> and they're murdered again. And that's by, the episode by the workout Primeapes. Mm-hmm. Like we think of a spinoff every episode, man. That's the new spinoff, Primeape Workout. Tapes. Okay. I was kind of thinking about this the other day. Okay. Should we add to the 4-4 spinoff potential? I don't know. I don't know. They just come to us. Do we think of spinoffs or are they handed to us by a know. gentle I god? Let us shout us out in the comments what you think. Oh, there you go. Should we add spin-off my potential? Phrase. There you go. There you go. All right. Literary hour with Graham. I, I got to say I wasn't I wasn't super feeling literature this week, but you know what? I did my job anyway. That's your so I job. Through the literary analysis is the Roadrunner. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few. So so like first of all, it, like this is clearly an angry gorilla, right? Mm-hmm. That's like what we're dealing with. My life with the chimpanzees by Jane Goodall. <laughs> I like that one. Classic. Uh, uh, non-fiction of, of Jane Goodall studying the chimps. Uh, and I believe that's the, the version that was for children. Uh, you could also just go King Kong, you know, big angry monkey. It's the easy one. I also, I also want to call out, though, just like Vikings in general. So I picked a book, The Sea Wolves, A History of the Vikings by Lars Brownworth. Um, because it, it, Vikings, there's this idea of the berserker. Who's the warrior who, within battle, gets so filled with with the uh, intensity of the battle that they go into like a blood rage where they can't even think, they can't feel. Like you, even if you're an ally, you don't want to be near them because they're just killing nonstop. They the pain is being blocked out by the intensity of the blood rage. So that berserker motif, I think, is really here within the primate. Primate the berserker. Hmm. How do you like that one, Kellen? There you go. That's good. Good stuff. Food for thought? Nice. Solid stuff. Thought All for right. food? Love that's right. Food. Oh, food's pretty good. I like food. All right, that's right. Oh, I did some more cooking last night. Remember? Oh, I you? heard everyone loved my peppercorn sauce recipe. <laughs> I made homemade Osaka-style 
Okonomiyaki. Do you know? Ooh. Have you ever had okonomiyaki? Never heard of it. Uh, okonomi means uh, whatever you like, and yaki means fried. So it's literally <laughs> just fried stuff in Japanese fried stuff. But they're they're Japanese street food pancakes. So you you take a pancake batter and then you mix like vegetables and seafood in the batter and you you cook that up and then you hmm. put like uh, some sauces on. Pretty good. Interesting. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're frying it, so it's probably pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's fried, I want to die. All right. If first I don't category, get to eat first category for primate goes bananas will be it's furry bait. Uh, I don't know. There's probably someone who wants to fuck primate. Primate is is decently humanoid. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a burly boy. <laughs> but I don't think he would allow it yeah but some people might be into that yeah just mm. just the pure rage of it all uh, i don't know fear free bait's so hard i'm comfortable with a six yeah, yeah mostly so that i don't have to talk about this anymore <laughs> <laughs> what an awkward one, category you may you pick this one that's the one category that comes up and we're like uh four go ahead move on, <laughs> move on. we need a we need to consult the expert does anyone know a furry <laughs> Uh, second category is the Team Rocket scheme. So what would that be? Oh, the hole? it's so bad. It's well, just the hole? their scheme is to grab Pikachu, yeah. and then <laughs> and then kind of fight Primeape, and then they dig a hole. So like a one. I was thinking like three. So two is good. Okay. okay. A one would be like nothing. At least they they dug a hole. So. <laughs> That that's something. How, that's how low yeah, our standards low are for you, Time Rock, Team Rocket. <laughs> Dig a hole. So two and six, a four out of ten for Primate four, goes not bananas. Bad. I mean, coming off of perfect tens last yeah. uh, last time, Tower mm. of Terror. What a great episode that I'm was. Still, if you I'm haven't still listened to high. last week's episode, we're riding the high of Tower of Terror. I love those Three Stooges Ghost Boys. All right, let's get on to episode 26, Pokemon Sensation. Yeah, beautiful. Scent. Sensation spelled with scent, like a smell. Like, oh, there you go. Uh-huh. I didn't get that. Yeah, you did. Yes, I did. Yes, you it's, did. It's very obvious. Because you're a punologist. Mm-hmm, yes. You went to the school mm-hmm. of puns. And the school of hard knocks. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And film school. That was probably the least useful. Well... It lets you do something. That is, edit this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, it'll be useful. Hang in there. Hey, any anybody listening need an editor? Yeah, if you need a freelance editor, I'm uh, very much available. <laughs> yeah, hire him. He's good. You've seen yeah, the shorts. Okay. You're the best. So the gang's arrived in Saladon City. It's a renowned for its tall buildings and its good sense. Yeah, it looks like Toronto. Except Toronto doesn't smell good. <laughs> Of course, the perfume smells lure Brock to a shop full of cute girls. Was that a pun known for good sense? Because I almost heard yeah. it as like good sensibilities at first, right? Good oh, sense, maybe. I don't know. But then sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Brock's lured in like the whole city smells nice, I guess. So he's sniffing yeah. a window. He wants to stay around. Ash is, is eager to get to the gym. But Misty and Pikachu have been lured inside as well, and they're they're testing samples. Yeah, so Brock sniffing a window. What is this? It's a fur per, perfume shop. Blech, can't say perfume. We need we need better talking. How yes. hard is talking? Sometimes words are words, very difficult. Words are difficult, but we can do it. That's like a catchphrase of mine these days. It's just words are hard when I can't 
talk. Yeah, when I your mouth stutter. gets all jam blasted. Yeah. I was really disappointed in this scene. I was really hoping we would get a cute moment of like Pikachu testing a sample and like smelling his wrist and stuff. That's we did true. not that get that. That would have been good. That would have been so Miss, cute. Missy and Pikachu do seem interested in the perfumes. Mm-hmm. These women that Brock are immediately simping over. Uh, some, you know, fancy, fancy looking city girls. And they're selling, trying to sell Misty on Daffodil Dreams. What a nice scent. Sounds very pleasant. But Ash is a little bit bigoted. He's got this bias that... He hates perfume. He hates perfume. Okay. As much as I hate yoga. Perfume is a waste of money, and it stinks. (laughs) Yeah, he insults it. He insults it so bad. He goes off. Yeah, so bad that the manager hears comes out. She's this uh, in like a ceremonial kimono, like a full blown uh, Kyoto style, old school Japan vibes coming off of this lady. And Ash is just losing it. Yeah, he's like, speak to your manager. All perfume is a ripoff. It turns guys into zombies. Here's my reference. Pulls up Brock. His evidence is Brock. So his his point is actually kind of. Kind of sensible. I know. But come on. That's that kind of testing where you're like, you didn't look at the baseline, right? Like (laughs) the control is that he's always like that around women. (laughs) (laughs) He's always a loser. Take the perfume out of the equation. He's still like that. And this manager is just like, you're totally insulting our craft. This is how we make money. We put a lot of work into this. And she gives us a great acrostic to get her point across. Ah. P for pretty. E, elegant. R, radiant. F, fun. U, urbane. I don't get that one. (laughs) M, mysterious. E, energy. That's perfume. It spells perfume. I'm glad you wrote it down because I sure as hell didn't. I wrote it down. Doing my work. And Ash is like, well, I'm so full of energy. I already got too much energy. And Misty's like, I'm going to use that energy to keep your fucking mouth shut, you loser. (laughs) You little shit. You little shit. You know, speaking of all the product placement for Jelly Donuts last episode, the the manager's perfume acrostic was basically one of those, like, cheap commercials on, like, a local television station for, like, used cars. Mm -hmm. She's got it. Great job, manager. (laughs) So they kick him out of the store. They ban him. Don't come back. And we cut to uh, just outside the gym. He's not being let in the gym either. They won't let in anybody that says perfume is a stinky ripoff. This is a perfume city and a perfume gym. Mm-hmm. And all these gym ladies are dressed like they're at a safari. Well, they're working on, you know, amongst all these plants. So they need some kind of... Yeah, so let's talk about the gym wear. now that we've seen it. It's basically like a giant greenhouse, right? Mm-hmm. It's great. And the idea is it's also like an economic thing. They're growing the plants. They they cultivate all these scents and sell them as per, uh, perfume in the city. Yeah, I love this, the world building when gyms are like something else also yeah yeah yeah. part of the world integrated in some fashion yeah it also seems later that like you can go to this gym and like learn about perfumes and stuff yeah yeah we'll get there later but yeah they talk about having like classes you can enroll in yeah or something it's all women though yeah well it's all women in the games too oh yeah and the creepy old guy is sitting outside very weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, in the original Gen 1 games, there's a an old man standing right outside the, the Celadon City gym looking inwards. And if you talk to him, he goes something like, eh, this gym is great. It's full of it's full of women or beautiful women, something like that. Hmm. 
and then that's the remix Brock in the future (laughs) and in the remakes they change it to I love this gym it's full of strong trainers oh trying to work down the creepy a bit so they brand him with a big X on his face yeah these gym girls love this X yeah and I love this a little bit the in the in the background of that shot when he gets hit with the X you can see Team Rocket running by like way in the background holding a ladder and you're like oh what's what's going on there and then we cut immediately to Team Rocket they're trying to break into this gym and steal the secret formula. Ooh, steal the perfume uh, formula. And, uh, you know, I I took some more notes because I liked this little uh, scheme of theirs. Uh, Jessie, when she's fantasizing about it, says that it'll make her as irresistible as Cleopatra. And it suddenly shows her dressed as Cleopatra, surrounded by all these, like, half-naked boys. Mm-hmm. There's this, like, thing in here, in Pokemon, where it's, like, like a powerful, rich woman just has tons of, like, dudes <laughs> fanning her. Success and status means Speedo Men. Half-naked dudes in Speedo Men. Yeah. <laughs> and James wants zillions of dollars, enough to buy a country or a planet. <laughs> or, in Meowth's case, nine lifetimes of cat grub. I like their goals. They're yeah. aiming high. Moonshots all around. Yeah. <laughs> so they do get into the gym, uh, but they come across Gloom, who is able to suck up the okay, coughing describe gas. This, this Gloom for me, because I actually forgot about this Pokemon. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? A vile plume? That's what I wrote down at first. Gloom is this little plant guy. Who is evolves it evolved from, from anything? Yes, it evolves from Oddish. Oh, that's an Oddish. Oddish okay. is like just the stems and, or just the leaves, which have, and then evolves into Gloom where the leaves furl down and the buds start growing in and then vile plume is when the buds bloom and it oh it's the second and a vile plume yes. is the third okay, yes okay so it's all about gloom though but the whole thing about gloom is that gloom fucking reeks it's basically it a like skunk. shit yeah like if it's like endangered it sends out this really bad smell does that have game relevance no there isn't a move like stank there's an <laughs> ability called stench but i don't know if Gloom gets that in future games. Gloom, use that stank. We can have stench as a hidden ability. Oh, okay. What does that do? Um, it. Gloom used rotten underwear stank. It helps keep wild Pokemon away, so your your chances uh, of encountering a wild Pokemon go down if the Pokemon in the leading slot in the party has stench as its ability. Well, the anime makes it seem like Gloom is the master of poison. Because coughing uses a poison gas, Gloom sucks it all and spits it all back. And makes an even worse smell, I guess. Because James is like old sneakers mixed with rotten eggs, dead fish, and just a hint of skunk fumes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad that they shatter. Like glass. They just break. Who shatters? The people? Team Rocket. Yeah, oh my James, God. They're James just shatter. They're dead again. And we, we cut to the best bit ever. You want to so tell us about this bit? Meowth is also smelling it. It's so bad. That he can smell it even without a nose. He thinks the, he's he, he's lost his... Because okay, he smells it and he's like, oh my god, my nose burns. And Jesse and James are like, Meowth, you don't even have a nose. And he thinks the smell is so bad that it dissolved his nose. And then he remembered, oh wait, the cartoonist never gave me a nose. It breaks the fourth wall. It's so good. So this, this might be a reference, actually. There is an old Dragon Ball fight. So that w- would have been from the 80s. Uh, because it, it's an original Dragon Ball where Krillin in one of the world tournaments fights someone named Bacterion. Okay, <laughs> Bacterion is this giant stinky guy. 
uh, who's like all his opponents can't even get near him because he smells so bad. And so Krillin is fighting him, right? And the whole time he's like cowering. Oh my God, I can't smell. And then Goku from the crowd realizes something. Goku's like, Krillin, you don't have a nose. <laughs> Just because like he happens to not be drawn with a nose. And then Krillin's like, oh my God, oh yeah. And then he just kicks Bacteria's ass. <laughs> so good. That's great. I so I think this might be a reference. I don't know. Like I'm assuming that uh, like if you're in anime, you've seen Dragon Ball at least like in the 90s. So after that whole shtick, they get hammered by a big yeah. hammer. They get literally smacked the, gym, with the hammer. The gym girls, yeah. Because thieves. This is a hot take in this gym. Thieves are against <laughs> the rules. I, I love this. I wrote that down too. They said <laughs> gym rules, no thieves allowed. I'm like, aren't isn't that just like. Life rules? Isn't that what, like, jails are for? (laughs) Gym rules. So they get branded with an X on their faces as well and hung in a tree to let left to die. Ash shows up. You guys hanging out? Are you three hanging out again? Are you three hanging out again? They convince Ash to let him down, and then they'll help him get into the gym because they won't let him in. And he goes along with the plan. They disguise him as a girl, and they escort him to the gym. Pink bow, blonde wig, high voice. His name's Ashley. Yeah, so they escort Ashley to the gym as his uh, her parents and enroll him into classes. This is where the whole class thing comes up. They talk about enrolling. I like Team Rocket's costumes, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I like uh, James's costume. If James he, is completely He totally transforms. Yeah. A middle-aged man with a gut. And Meowth is his gut. Meowth, like, pops out of his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love being a, a gut. <laughs> and this was their plan the whole time, is to sneak back in and under disguises, and then right. ditch Ash to go steal the formula. And Meowth has a bomb. Called a blaster ball. What the fuck? Where did yeah, he get a bomb? And even James is like, why, do we, why are we using this? And Jesse's like, sweet revenge for the X on my face. Terrorism. Like she, they're Great so revenge. vain. They're so vain, right? <laughs> like, anything against their good looks, and they're like, we're blowing it up. <laughs> With yeah. the blaster ball, boys. <laughs> so we go back into the into the gym. There's a story time happening. Oh, I love yeah, I love seeing the gym here. Actually, like we get a bunch of grass themed Pokemon doing aerobics. That's great. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I forgot to yeah. write that down, but I loved it. A, a pretty Pokemon is a strong Pokemon. They're like it's almost like a spa. Like and these Pokemon are part of it. Like they they use part aspects of the Pokemon to make their sense too, right? This is a very mm-hmm. like integrated uh, business and wellness sort of place, uh, and it kind of feels like a spa, but it's also a greenhouse. There's a it's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so story time. <laughs> yeah. So story time is being hosted by a woman we meet her is uh, Erica, the store manager. Yeah, she is Erica the manager all along. that kicked Ash out of the store. So you, there's some. There's some uh, contention there. Ooh. Yeah, and she's telling some dumb Hallmark story of an Ammonite on a beach, and Brock is in the crowd just bawling. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, it's beautiful. (laughs) And then she talks about, or Misty asks her about, like, why why can I be by this gloom? I thought they all slunk so bad. And Erica explains that gloom is kind of like a skunk. I don't think she names skunk, but I mean, it's a real, real life analogy. It won't reek if it doesn't feel threatened. And if it feels threatened, then it'll let off. It'll let off. A, let off. A, let off its stench in self-defense. So kind of, kind of like Wario in Smash Brothers. 
And then we get Erica's backstory when she was a, a kid. There was a time she got cornered by a Grimer or something, and then Gloom came and along. And a Grimer after. is just like a slime. It's like yeah, a s- Grimer's slime just monster. sludge. Grimer sludge. is one of the Pokemon that I point to when people say, "Oh, Pokemon designs are so lazy now. They were way better back in Generation One." Look at Grimer and Muck. Yeah, just sludge. Grimer is a pile of sludge. It evolves into a slightly bigger pile of sludge. Yeah, that's the other that's thing it. people say is like. Oh, nowadays, like, the designs look more like Digimon than Pokemon. Uh, and, and I think they're alluding to, like, stuff that doesn't look like animals. But, like, Mr. Mime? Jinx? <laughs> they're just people. They're just people. They're just people. They're just people. There's plenty of Pokemon that don't look like animals. Like, Magnemite is just a bunch of fucking, like, metal objects put yeah, together. Yeah, he, he rules. Because you look at that and you're like... You're like, what is life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think. So, after the story, Misty says, you know, I wish Ash could have heard that story. And Ash, forgetting his disguise, just goes, I heard it. Yeah, Come okay. On, Ash. I, I think we've skipped a couple steps. So, the backstory, like, Gloom saved the uh, Erica from the Grimer. Yes. Uh, which is weird, because, like, like, why would that pile of sludge be affected by the smell? Yeah, Grimer, notably, is also... Very smelly. Yeah, it's very. He's a stink fist. He's like mm-hmm. made out of garbage. Yeah, literally, almost. And yeah, Ash has shown up because he's part of the class, and and he lets the gig fly here. Yeah, <laughs> I just love it. It's just so deadpan. I wish Ash could have heard that story, and then just a beat, and then I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> and then he changes his voice again. I'm a shy little girl. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Yeah, but Pikachu's suspicious. Yeah, Pikachu recognizes him. He goes up to goes up to Ash. He's like, "Oh my God, hi, it's you. You're back. Where did you go?" And Ash tells him to knock it off. Don't don't do that. And then Pikachu shocks him because he doesn't like being told what to do. Yeah, and his wig falls off. It doesn't it's just fall a me, off. It and I'm off. A here to challenge you. And we cut the Team Rocket. They found the formula. Very short clip. And then we cut back. They're gonna have a battle. Three on three battle. A three on three. Ash is going to use his own fucking grass Pokemon. Oh, God. Ash. <laughs> Ash, moron moment. I'm going to uh, fight your grass Pokemon with my grass Pokemon. Pokemon is elaborate rock, paper, scissors. And he still yes. says shit like that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even understand the foundational mechanic of Pokemon. <sighs> so it's Bulbasaur versus Tangela. Yeah, describe Tangela. It's this weird little uh, Adams Family-esque, <laughs> you know. Uh, Tangela could be part of the Adams Family. It could be like Cousin It. Tangela is Tangela's spaghetti. That's what it is, oh, pretty much. Yeah, it's, but made uh, out of vines. Apparently. It's just a bunch of vines covering uh, this unknown entity, and that's basically mm. it. What's behind the vines? No one knows. That's the real secret. Yeah. So in a, I, I like. I thought this was uh, a cool moment Animation. in the fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bulbasaur mm-hmm. goes for the vine whip. Tangela catches its vines and then starts like constricting itself it uses constrict it's a move and to pull bulbasaur in through his own vines and then stun oh, yeah. spores him i thought that was just really neat clever moment yeah so stun spores the bulbasaur bulbasaur returns yeah that was a quick battle okay erica y- you know is this very caring a person feels bad for the bulbasaur she's like i'll give you a paralyzed heal and ash is like fuck that you fuck <laughs> <laughs> I do things my own way, you piece of shit. Erica's like, okay. <laughs> this is a little <laughs> intense. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, she claims he doesn't have empathy later. Yeah. So she goes for the, the weeping bell. Or no, sorry, Ash 
thinks he's going to go for Primeape, which is a better yeah, call than Bulbasaur. But then he just remembers how Primeape beat the shit out of him. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> so Charmander. Not to. Goes for Charmander, yeah, which, which is, is an even smart. better call. Better he finally call. remembers, you know, Firestorm gets grass. Jesus Christ. Erica goes for the Weeping Bell. Charmander goes for the Flamethrower. Weeping Bell's razor leafs get burned on, burned up in it, and Charmander skull bashes it for the kill. Very anticlimactic battles here. It's all just one oh, move. Oh, they're both quick. Yeah, they're, they're both just one move. Moves. That's it. It's really lame. So she goes for the Gloom after claiming Ash doesn't have air empathy. Goes for the Gloom, who stinks up the place. Also knocks Charmander out instantly, somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I... I don't I don't really know. Pikachu throws himself into the fray. Ash is like, should I go with Squirtle or Pidgeotto? Yeah, use Pidgeotto. Flying type. But Flying good against grass. Flying against grass, right? Come it on. blows all the leaves around. Mm-hmm. So Pikachu literally smacks him sense in Ash. He gives Ash a little smack. And Ash is like, oh my god, yes, Pikachu, you'll fight for me. I love you. And then Team Rocket <laughs> comes in again. Yes, in a moment eerily similar to the Badge 2 battle, they interrupt, mm-hmm. uh, their antics interrupt the battle exposition with an explosion. Meowth has detonated the blast ball. Uh, he pushes the detonator. Team Rocket's like, you know, where did you put the blast ball? And he's like, well, right near me, so I knew where it was. <laughs> so, blows them up, they're gone. Oh my god. But they, have but they the got perfume the perfume. With them. Yeah, yeah, they got the perfume, so they're like, whatever, peace. So it seems like an actual successful mission on their part for once. Yeah, they're flying. And then we go back to the gym. It's on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but That blaster ball has caused an issue mm-hmm. in the, the way of structural damage. Yeah, so all the all the trainers are going to get the Pokemon back in the Pokeballs. They all got to get out of the gym. And then we get the firefighting scene. Oh, yeah. From the outside. Yeah, this is cool. Everyone's helping out. Uh, Pikachu is has a watering can <laughs> and he's watering a single flower. You go, Pikachu! <laughs> you go, Pikachu! I love you. You've probably overwatered that flower now, yeah. and it will die <laughs> because flowers hate themselves and they want to commit suicide. It's so taking cute. care of plants. Oh my god, so hard! Yeah, all these people are using like these fire hoses to fight this fire, and then you get Pikachu <laughs> walking up with this watering can. And he just tips it over. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this." He's doing what he can. Fantastic. So Ash is sitting around feeling guilty because he let Team Rocket in. And Misty's like, don't just stand there, help us. So now we got Squirtle, Star You, Star Me, and the firefighting action squad. And Geodude, don't forget Geodude. Thumping okay, dirt so I actually realized I remembered this exact moment where Brock tells Geodude to put dirt on the fire. Because when I was a little kid and I saw that, I think I had to ask my parents. I was like, what does dirt do against fire? I knew the whole water <laughs> fire thing. And I think that's where I learned about like suppressing the, the oxygen of a fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. That's why ground and rock are good against fire types. Boom. There are they? Go. Yeah. Oh, nice. So Erica can't find Gloom. She's looked all over for Gloom. Cannot find it. Wants to go in. Ash decides he's going to go in. Find Gloom. Yeah. He's going to be the hero. Yeah. I Don't love be how hero, Ash... Ash. I, I do like these moments of Ash, though, where he's such a bullheaded idiot that he uh, yeah <laughs> he uh, saves the day, I guess. <laughs> he also caused the problems. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Well, he finds Gloom, but Gloom stenches up the place, and but around the stadium is crumbling around Gloom. It's falling oh, yeah. to pieces. So Ash, you know, it's now or never. He takes a deep breath. He runs in to get the Gloom. But by the time he gets to Gloom, there's no more no more stink. 
No more stick. Oh, yeah. The gloom likes him. Gloom realized that Ash is not a threat, and Ash, in the middle of this fire, even has time for a flashback to remember why Gloom doesn't stink. <laughs> That's a very anime thing. So, like, there's yeah. so much shown in anime where, like, during the middle of the fight, you'll get, like, a multi-episode flashback, right? Yeah. Like, mid-punch. <laughs> or, like, I love in JoJo how they'll basically, like, narrate the fight as it's happening. Like, wait, he punched over here, but he doesn't know that I actually tied a rope over there before, and <laughs> so I could pull his leg like this. <laughs> so he runs out with the gloom, and once all is well, Erica confers to Ash the rainbow badge, which is another fucking badge he didn't earn properly. Is that pretty much all of them now? Like, something happens? He has won one fight properly. Against Surge? Against Surge, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go over them. With with Brock, it's like sprinklers. The, the kids and the sprinklers, yeah. Bullshit. Uh, with, uh, with Misty, it's it, like nothing. Like, Team Rocket, like, interrupts, right? Yeah, he just saved the Pokemon from Team Rocket. Okay, they actually went they didn't against finish Surge. the fight. And then with uh with Sabrina, Haunter, Haunter like, cracks her. her up with a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Gag. With physical comedy, he saves yeah. the day. And then Erica, the gym is burning down and he saves Gloom, which is I the most noble of the the four he hasn't earned properly, but still, he didn't win the fucking fight. It does seem like Erica's thing is, you know, since she brings up empathy, she and she trusts so much in Gloom. That I think she's really like, you know, she doesn't care that much about the battles. It's more like if Gloom's chill with you, then I'm chill with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like, what are Ash's credentials? Not, not, not much. <laughs> he still does not understand the core tenets of Pokemon battles. <laughs> like, he doesn't even understand how they work. You're using a grass type. I'll use a grass type. Dumbass. I know types are fun. There. Then <laughs> <laughs> we go to Team Rocket. We get the reveal. The Team Rocket, the bottle the Team Rocket stole only has gloom essence in it, so they didn't they didn't get away with anything. It stinks just like your plan. Hey, there you go. And so Ash is ahead in the race by a nose. And that's the it's episode. Scent themed puns. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fun fact: okay. This episode apparently was banned in South Korea for some reason. Well, it's another one of those uh, episodes that if they have like overtly uh, Japanese um, visuals. Like, I guess at the time they were banning that because the mm -hmm. samurai one was banned. Yep. Like, not like overtly like traditional Japanese stuff. That's what it sounds like. I'm not going to claim to really understand what's going on there, but it's interesting nonetheless. For literature. Go for it. Uh, the Little Shop of Horrors, because Gloom is a plant uh, <laughs> who causes problems. There are a lot of uh, appearances of. of of a man dressing up as a woman or vice versa in Shakespeare plays. Um, so maybe that. Uh, I, it made me think of Final Fantasy VII, uh, Ash's whole thing. Uh, in Final Fantasy VII, a famous scene pretty early on where Ash dresses up like a woman to join this guy's brothel because Ares and Tifa have been taken there uh, allegedly as prostitutes, possibly. And he breaks in also pretending to be a prostitute. Final Fantasy VII, very edgy game, very weird. Mm -hmm. Did that sell you on it? Or are you like, damn, I gotta play Final Fantasy VII now? I'm, I'm more still reeling over the Little Shop of Horrors reference just because Gloom is a plant. <laughs> that was a joke. I got a real one. So it, it's from uh, an old poem from the uh, 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 poet to Edda, 
uh, I'm going to pronounce some things wrong here because this is like uh, Old Norse, so I think Icelandic. Uh, the Lay of uh, Thim is what it, it would be called in like an Anglo one. Thimskavida is the part of the poem from 900 AD. And it's this uh, story about how Thor loses Mjolnir. So Thor, the god of thunder, loses his hammer. And uh, in a quest to get it back with Loki, they find that, okay, they can get closer to the hammer though. uh, But this other character, and I don't remember who, wants to marry Freya. So they're going to convince Freya to marry this person so he can get close to Mjolnir. Freya wants nothing to do with it. So Loki convinces Thor to dress up as Freya in a wedding dress and try to marry the person and at the last minute get Mjolnir back. Um, so I thought that was a good one, is to like, pretend to be a woman to sneak in and, and get what you're, you know, antics, right? So mm-hmm. Thor is also kind of trying these antics to get what he wants. All right, let's get to the four par now for episode number two today. First category is repetition. This is a brand oh, new brand category. brand new category. Repetition. Is there a, you know, the biggest repetitions would be the Team Rocket uh, slogan. Do they even do it this episode? Yep, they did it when they were um interrupting the battle and they like base jumps from the top of the Oh right, right, right. It was actually kinda yeah. cool. Uh repetition Ash not earning his badge that Ooh, he got. Oh good one, good I one. Okay. I'd call that yeah, repetitive. Yeah, that is so we're at a baseline, I think, with that. Not too bad. Brock getting horny, I mean that's every episode. Yeah, I mean all the all the gym girls kind of look the same. Copy yeah, and paste. <laughs> Repetition. Repetition in terms of the animation. Yeah, also this cliche of like uh, uh, having the half-naked boys around when you make it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'll say like uh, a six. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say seven, but I can I can be coerced to I'll six. I'll coerce you. Six. We'll do, we'll do that. All right. And episode, or, uh, category number two. Silly Pikachu moments. Well, the, the, water the watering can. can. Great Pikachu so moment. Good. Him shocking That's like an eight on itself. to knock the wig off. Uh, Pikachu like in I'll the say perfume. Eight. I'll go with an eight. Water and can. Yeah. So eight and Bring six. It. Seven for Pokemon. Pretty Sensei. strong. Not I mean, it was a good episode. episode. Like, like I, I liked Sensation better than the Primeape one, really. The Primeape one, you know, I, I guess we didn't touch on this, but it was, I don't know if there's a word for this in the Pokemon community, but it was like, purely a pokemon feature episode right like it was a not a very interesting location mm-hmm. not an interesting plot it all of it was was hey there's this manky primate thing yeah. which is a type of episode right it's just like hey look at this creature yeah um whereas the, the sensation actually had a bit more of a narrative yeah that's i agree that's, he agrees yeah primate goes bananas was basically to get them to celadon and to give ash primate and that's yeah and just to show a, us a primate like i i Think yeah. there are plenty of these in the future, right? That's just like, hey, look at this creature. That's the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, you can discuss the creature, right? Because these creatures are wacky and weird. Yeah, and there's over a thousand. Oh of my them god, now. so many! Like One Piece episodes. It's insane. It's insane. So there but we honestly, go. Honestly, I love it. He loves it. That's today. That is today's episode. 
for you this week's episode. That is for us. Shout us out in the comments. Uh, any ideas, any engagement, love it. You can email us, us for ideas for the four poor or any other kind of uh, feedback at two killadelibird at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us anywhere fine podcasts are downloaded iTunes, Amazon, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, etc. There's a few platforms in there I've never even heard of. Yeah, you can find so, us know. all kinds of wacky places. Outro music, intro and outro music is by uh, Alexi Action called 80 Synthwave. And what are we doing next week, Kellen? Next week, we are taking a look at two more episodes. It is episode 27, Hypno's Nap Time, and episode 28, Pokemon Fashion Flash. Ooh, Fashion Flash. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch along, those are the two episodes we'll be looking at next week. Heck yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited, like usual. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Party on. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs>